Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
I don't know, Lama 
Asher Malach B'Terem Kol Yitzir Nivra B'Yet Nasa B'Chepzo Kol Azai Melashemo Nikra B'Yachareyo K'Chlot Ako Lebado Yiloch Nora B'Hu Haya O'Vehu O'Vehu Yeh Welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Good morning, all. Thanks for joining us. Um, that was uh, Cole Ish with Adon Olam. You heard Shimon Kramer, Va'ani. Vishavu Vanim, done by Sealands Bamanoa Solomon. David Perlman had Adon Olam. Eighth day. With Inner Flame, and before that, Celebrate. Inner Flame is the title track to their new album. Celebrate was the first single they released. And Eighth Day was in studio with us yesterday morning, and their visit was a spectacular visit. It was just amazing. If you missed any of it, thank goodness we have a, an archive section of jmnam.org. Thank goodness. It was just a great, and I mean a great, appearance by Eighth Day yesterday, and I thank them very much. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. If you missed it, make sure to check it out. And uh, Regesh, Modani opening things up, and uh, we say good morning. It's JM and AM Tuesday on this June 9th, the 22nd of Sivan. Good morning, all. 68 degrees, afternoon thunderstorms, and a high temperature of 83. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 65. Sunshine for tomorrow with a high of 84 degrees. 84 and sunny in Yerushalayim. We're at 68 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. A few people walked over to me last night, or I should say several people, at the um, Margaret and Shapiro wedding in Lakewood, New Jersey. 
to talk about yesterday morning's show. Eighth day was really something, I'll tell you. It was a, uh, it was a spectacular appearance and a great performance by the guys at eighth day. Uh, I want to wish a mazel tov to the Margaretten and Shapiro families, Rabbi Mrs. Yitzchak Margaretten. I believe they're from Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken. Mazel tov to them. And they're, and the Kala Rifka. And mazel tov to my cousins, Rabbi and Mrs. Yaakov Shapiro, Yona and Yaakov Shapiro, and Hananel, the Chatan. Rifka and Hananel uh, were married last night down in Lakewood, New Jersey. It was an honor to be part of the celebration and to be down there and uh, and see everybody and enjoy the Simcha. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning, Elliot Weiselberg is coming into the studio. His big hockey tournament is this weekend, I believe. So we'll speak with him coming up. Uh, plenty in our stream all day long at jmandtheam.org. And I mean plenty. Did you miss yesterday's edition of the Israel Show? you got to go to the archives. Go to the... Um, go to the... Um, NSN app. Click on archives. Go to the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Every Monday he's presenting an amazing program. And those of you who love Israel, love the Hebrew language, love Israeli music, love to hear the latest news analysis, take advantage and listen in every single uh, Monday at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Really amazing. J.M. and the A.M. at 6.33, 27 minutes before 7 o'clock. I mentioned Elliot Weiselberg. He'll be in. Uh, other guests on the way as well. Plenty to do on a Tuesday. I thank you for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web. It's jmandtheam.org.
Jerusalem 
Ich kann so schnell verdrehen. Nimm die alle Kippes von dir 
Weg sei stiefes Wasser ist nur kleine Zippes, geil wartet und es gibt es gleich. Aufs nicht jetzt werden im ganzen Gedreh, aus der scharfen Message schon die reiner Geschichte. Abmischen heute kommt um vier Dame Euro, meint nicht schade, dass da was verloren. Die kleinschicke Sachen tu dich nicht zu beschwachen, nur das Warten lachen in dein Leben machen rein. Die Hostel geht's, also ich
JM in the AM with Yoel Sharabi, that's Kuma Hashem. Eli Schwebel had Abishter. Shlomo Simcha and Huel Okeno off the Fusion CD. Hu Yetiv from Yoeli Greenfeld. And Shalshelas had Habotchim. We opened the set with Tilat Kala, done by Yaakov Shweki. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Golly, it's all in the background. News from Israel is coming up next. Plenty more between now and 9 o'clock. All day long on our stream at jmtheam.org. Don't forget our social media sites. On Facebook, we are simply Nahum Siegel Network. On Twitter, we are simply at Nahum Siegel Net. On Instagram, the word, one word, Nahum Siegel. Uh, what else do we have? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, is that it? <laughs> I think that's it. And on the app, the NSN app gives you an amazing opportunity to comment on anything going on at any moment. Make sure you have the NSN app for iPhone or Android, and you can comment whenever you wish. The most recent comment came in at 1.45 this morning. So we are monitoring it. As we speak. How do you like that? JM in the AM. 68 degrees. Afternoon thunderstorms and a high temperature of 83. Partly cloudy tonight. Sunshine for tomorrow. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Toe from JM in the AM. יושב-ראש הכנסת אדלשטיין השעה את חבר הכנסת אורן חזן מניהול ישיבות המליאה בעקבות תחקיר חדשות שתיים, שאלה כי אוניאל קזינו סרסר בנשים וצרח סמים קשים. כתבנו עידו בן בג'י. חזן טען בעקבות שיחה עם אדלשטיין כי יעדר מניהול דיון במליאת הכנסת הערב, כי הוא צריך להיפגש באותו הזמן עם עורכי די נוח. לשכת אדלשטיין הודיע זמן קצר לאחר מכן, שהיושב ראש הבהיר לחזן שלא יאפשר לו לנהל דיונים. בשיחה בין השניים אמר יושב ראש הכנסת לסגנו, או שתשאה את עצמך, או שאדרוש ממזכירות הכנסת לא לשבץ אותך לדיוני מליאה, אני ממליץ לך ללכת לבדיקת פוליגרף. כדי לטהר את שמך. ושר הרווחה חיים כץ מהליכוד הגיב לראשונה בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים לממצאים. אורן חזן, כל עוד לא הוחלט אחרת, אז הוא אשם, לא אשם, מואשם, לא מעניין. אני לא, לא נכנס לכל הצהוב. יש ועדת אתיקה בכנסת. אני מצפה שוועדת האתיקה תתכנס ותקבל את החלטתה. יושבת ראש מרצ זהבה גלאון קוראת להעביר את הממצאים לאינטרפול. יושב ראש הכנסת צריך לעשות מהלך כדי למנוע ממנה להיות סגן ואני חושבת שגם המשטרה לא יכולה לעבור לסדר היום אמנם העבירה נעשתה בבולגריה, היא צריכה לפנות לאינטרפול כדי לבדוק את העניין המפקחת הבאה על הבנקים תהיה הדוקטור חדווה בר מבנק לאומי כך קבעה נגידת בנק ישראל קרנית פלוג כתבתנו יונה לייבזון בר נבחרה לתפקידה על ידי ועדת האיתור לשמש כמחליפתו של דודו זקן ותיכנס לתפקיד בחודש הבא. הנגידה פלוג החליטה למנות את בר למרות הביקורת כי היא מגיעה מבנק לאומי שהגיעה להסדר לפיו הוא הודה בסיוע להעלמת מס בארצות הברית. 
חברת הכנסת שלי יחימוביץ' מבקרת את יושב ראש מפלגתה יצחק הרצוג על כך שלא פועל מספיק בנושא הגז. היא דיברה עם רינו צרור. אני מצפה מיו"ר המפלגה שלי, יצחק הרצוג, להעמיד חזית ברורה אל מול ראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו. זאת המהות שלנו כמפלגת אופוזיציה. את יכולה להעריך אני... למה הדברים האלה לא קרו עד עכשיו? אני מציעה שתראיין כאן או את בוז'י או את יאיר לפיד. תשאל אותם את השאלות הנוקבות. שרת המשפטים איילת שקד מבקשת לגבש צעדים משפטיים בינלאומיים שימנעו חרמות על ישראל. כתבתנו קרן בן מרדכי שמעה אותה בכנס הרצליה. עד עתה כל הפניות של תנועות החרם לבתי המשפט באירופה נבלמו. הנחיתי את המחלקה הבינלאומית במשרד המשפטים להכין תוכנית של צעדים משפטיים נגד תנועת ה-BDS. נעבור ממגננה להתקפה. על כל חרם נשיב בהתקפה נגדית. מזג האוויר, מחר ירידה נוספת בטמפרטורות. ולסיום, הרמטכ"ל אייזנקוט עושה כבוד לעמיתו האמריקני, הגנרל מרטין דמפסי, ומעניק לו אות הערכה מיוחד. החברות הנאמנה שלך והמחויבות האישית שלך לביטחוננו מעוררת השראה, אמר אייזנקוט. דמצי ישיב, אני מקווה שקבלת האות משקפת את העובדה שלישראל וצה"ל אין חבר טוב יותר בעולם מאשר צבא ארצות הברית. את הדברים הביא כתבנו יונתן בניה. אלה החדשות שעורך את שרון פולבר. J.M. and the A.M. at 5 minutes after 7 o'clock on this Tuesday morning broadcast. I thank you for tuning in. 68 degrees outside with 93% humidity. Winds are south at 2 miles per hour. Looks like afternoon thunderstorms for today with a high temperature of 83. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low temperature of 65. Um, tomorrow, sunshine for Wednesday and a high temperature of 84 degrees. We're at 84 right now in Yerushalayim. 68 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. The Martin Weiselberg Memorial Tournament is uh, about to be played. It is a um, an annual tournament that is uh, organized by uh, our good friend Elliot Weiselberg, who is our sports editor here at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. He has, as is his custom... schlepped along with him this morning a very large, I'm guessing four and a half feet about, four and a half, five feet. Uh, four and a half foot trophy. A four and a half foot trophy, which will be awarded to the winning team in the tournament this coming Sunday. Elliot Weiselberg, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Great to be back. So, who won last night, by the way? Chicago, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay won. Tampa Bay won. Late golf. Wow. Up 2-1 in the series now. What was the score last night? It was 3-2. Wow. It's amazing that once the Rangers were eliminated, I have zero interest in what's going on now. You have zero interest in what's going on, and yet this is the second time in the last week you've brought it up with me around. So Yeah, because, you know, I yeah. know you're still following it. Absolutely. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a hockey fan in general. I mean, I'm right. a huge Ranger fan, but even so, it's, it's, it's a Stanley Cup. Tampa Bay Lightning. Who has a team called the Tampa Bay Lightning? Come on. Tampa Bay does. Come on. The people up in Montreal scoff at the words Tampa Bay Lightning. Come on. Florida. <laughs> Do you even have ice down there? <laughs> Is there ice down there? I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Um, there are I mean, a lot of people are on their way to school now, obviously, and there are many, many schools that are 
participating this coming Sunday. How many are represented this coming Sunday? As has been the custom for the last couple of years, we have eight teams this coming Sunday. Okay. Uh, we're going to have host Yeshiva Har Torah. We're going to have Yavna, who has been there since the very beginning. Hank, who's been there since the very beginning. Nice. YNJ. Kushner, YCQ, SAR, and for the first time after nine tournaments in trying, we're talking about eight years of trying, we will have Halb at the event. Nice. All right. So you have a great uh, a great lineup. A lot of great teams. This is happening at Hartora? This is happening at Yeshiva Hartora. When does it begin and how long does it last? Well, that's a funny question because I like to say that the tournament has begun for me already. It's been going on for the last for the last ten weeks since that the I'm season sure. ended. But for for those of you for for those of you who would like to like to be involved and attend, the tournament will begin. The first game begins at nine thirty this Sunday morning okay. and will end approximately six thirty this Sunday evening. So right. it's a full day of action. So the teams put in a full day. They have a good time. A lot of spectators. Mm-hmm. And a lot of fun. And everyone who wants to uh, be at Hartora, which is in, where's Hartora? Hartora is in Belrose, Queens. Belrose, Queens is coming Sunday. You can be part of the tournament, attend and enjoy. It is called the Martin Weiselberg Memorial Tournament, named for your father. Yep. I assume a big hockey fan. My dad was a sports fan in general. When he was a lot younger, he played a lot of sports, and he instilled that in me. And uh, he also taught me that uh, that sports have value outside of the four walls of the floor. And that's sort of what the tournament is about. It's about passing along the messages that he gave to me uh, as his lasting legacy. And you can't argue with the success of this tournament, because how many years is it now? This is our 10th event. Nice. Well, technically, it's our 10th school event. We had a couple of camp events as well. But this is this has been going on for nine years. This is It's the the single longest running hockey tournament on any age level for JV, varsity, or junior high. And unlike previous years, we've been asking for you know a team or two to fill out the slots. It's complete now. I mean, you were- surprisingly, this is the first year. The first time. Right. I mean, thankfully, it's the tenth year. But at this point, it's the first year where everything related to the game itself and all the games being played taken care of ahead of time. Amazing, huh? We only have one thing, well, two things still left. First yeah. of all, we want to hit our goal of $10,000. Right. We're still, we're still looking for, for people to sponsor, donate, uh, to, uh, to buy raffle tickets. Um, and I'll get to the sponsors in a second because right. a couple of amazing things that happened this year in terms of the sponsors. But, we're also uh, we also we also need a little bit of help with one last thing, and that's our broadcast. We're looking mm. last year we were able to broadcast the event uh, uh, through a YouTube channel, and unfortunately the people who were there to help us do that last year are not available this year. So we're, I guess I'm putting out an all points bulletin to, to anybody who could help uh, put on a UStream broadcast this year from the uh, from the gym in Yeshiva Hartora. We're we're looking for a few good men. All right, and uh, I assume that. Uh Maybe some of the members of Nahum Siegel Network will be able to help. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, I can put out I can put out uh, enough pleases to to hope that that somebody might hear hear the cry. All right. Um, okay. So uh, you said sponsors. Uh, I read something about MTA actually sponsoring there, the event. There comes a point in every event's life cycle where you realize, oh my gosh, what have we really created here? You know, it's a junior high tournament for for kids in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. But when when a high school calls you and says, "We realize what you're doing. We realize the power. We realize the, the connection. We want to be involved." And MTA did just that. When they called me, I was floored. That that's at the point where you know that a high school has taken notice of a junior high tournament. That that's at the point where where you know that something is being done right. And uh, our our partnership with MTA at this point has gone swimmingly. We've had uh, we've had 
some great cooperation, and we're looking forward to seeing what this can do for us this coming week and in the in the years to come. And they'll have a presence there on Sunday. Yeah, they will have. There will be people from MTA there on Sunday. Uh, There is a rumor, and I have to confirm this, that the uh, that the award-winning MTA choir will be performing Mm. uh, the national anthem and the Star Spangled uh, the and Hatikva um, at some point throughout the day. That is yet to be confirmed. And uh, there will be there will be some people from MTA there just to just to talk to people and to and to like you said make their presence felt. All right, uh, kudos to MTA up in Washington Heights. They're sponsoring the Martin Weiselberg Memorial Tournament this coming Sunday. It happens at Hart Torah. Eight schools, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. They want the big prize. They want to be in that final toward the end of the day, and of course, they want to emerge victorious. That is uh, one. Of the goals of Sunday. Oh, absolutely. The other one is the, uh, the, this is also the third, I believe it's the third, yeah, the third year that we're doing what we've called our Contributors Cup, uh, um, tournament or, uh, competition where the schools are also competing to see who can raise the most money mm. for, for our charity, which is, uh, as has always been Hatsella. So the schools have been working really, really hard over the last few weeks trying to raise money to not only help us reach our $10,000 goal, but to also help boost their status in the Contributors Cup standings. Uh, for the last two years, we've managed to have quite a number of stunning entries. The, two years, the record still two years ago with JEC pulling in over $2,000. Nice. Last year we had three teams within $100 of each other, uh, all over $1,500 looking to get to the very end. We, very are, nice. we are so close. We, we have a couple of great sponsors this year. Um, Crown Trophy has been obviously... We put a measurement on the trophy, but it's immeasurable what they, what, what Mike and everybody at the, at the, at the store have done for, not only for me for the court report, but also for the tournament for a lot longer than the show. When you first brought in that trophy today, I wanted to mention, I'm glad you reminded me, uh, Mike and uh, the staff at Crown Trophy have enhanced the entire Yeshiva League experience by taking their craft so seriously. And obviously what you just brought in is a perfect example. I mean, this is a serious, serious hockey trophy that's being awarded to the team on Sunday. And I don't have to tell you that all the Yeshiva League sports enjoy their cooperation, their support, and, of course, their beautiful work every single year. They are the official, pro- well, we say official, they are the official provider right. of the Yeshiva League when it comes to trophies. If you've won, as I say on the show, if you've won a championship, <laughs> you already know what it is that they do and how great their their craft is. It's sitting in your house. It's sitting That's in your, sure. uh, you know, on your dresser. You look at it every morning when you wake up and, and think, oh, my gosh, I won, but this is what I won. My, my kids' rooms have their own crown uh, displays i'll tell you that much because uh thank goodness so many camps and so many schools are utilizing them and their services and uh, as you know it's not just for championships they make trophies for all team members and and participatory trophies they have every level you could possibly anything imagine. and everything there 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 is nothing that they can't do nothing they oh they do. made our bowling trophy right for the Malcolm single network uh-huh. and that was unique that was really cool all right quarter after the hour Elliot Weiselberg is here all right now how do we as regular folks who are not junior high hockey players and who are not part of schools that are in the Contributors' Cup competition. How do we support the cause this coming Sunday? Brand new website put up this year, mwtournament.com, M-W-T-O-U-R-N-A-M-E-N-T.com, put up by W4M Studios. They, they were so amazing. 
And the site that we have now is such a step up from last year. It, it's incredible. You go there, there are pictures from previous tournaments. That's where we hope to, to have the, uh, the, the live Ustream broadcast. Um, but you go there, you can see the raffle pages. You can see the, the amazing, amazing prizes that we have this year. We have uh, an, a goalie stick signed by, uh, by a, a Devils great goalie, uh, Martin Brodeur. Mm. We have uh, framed pictures uh, by uh, autographed by Brian Leach and Adam Graves. We have a Camp Dovid uh, ho- uh, hockey camp scholarship nice. there are, and several other prizes go on there um, you can check the raffle prizes out you can buy tickets you can check out hopefully over the week it'll be fully it'll be fully updated to have all the all the information about the teams that'll be participating in the event and uh, over the over the coming months it's going to be filled out so that the site is going to be our home for quite a number of years we're we're looking forward to seeing exactly what we can do with it but for those who want to see what goes on uh, even throughout the week and throughout the day coming up then uh, that the the website mwtournament.com is the great place to do it if uh, so is the brodeur stick considered the grand prize this year yes it is that's the grand prize so if you want a uh if you want a stick autographed by a no doubt Hall of Fame goalie. Oh, absolutely. And it's funny, on the bottom the inscription actually reads three X S C champ. Three times Stanley yeah. Cup champion. Wow. Which I thought was really funny, but that's really cool because it's 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 not just the autograph because it, there's also like a personalized message there. It's it, it's really, really cool. Very cool. Isn't it easy to win three Stanley Cups or not? Uh, I, as somebody who has who has not had has, who has not won three championships on the junior level, I can't quite tell you what it takes to win on the uh, on the uh, stand, on the NHL level, especially for a team who's spent the last three seasons uh, losing in the conference championship or the Stanley Cup. So yeah. it, it's I can tell you it's it's extremely hard. I know I'm kidding around. Yeah. It's a tough task. You know you have to win 16 playoff games to win the Stanley Cup. Yep. Not easy. How many games do you have to win Sunday to win the Martin Weiselberg Trophy? Well, it's funny because the way we set it up is that even if you lose a game, right. you're not out. You keep going. So it, the way it works is we have we have two round robin games. At the end of those two games, the teams that are you know two and zero obviously move on. It's it, it's split up into two divisions. So if you have if you have two wins within your division, you face the teams from the. The way it works is we have four New Jersey teams, four New York teams. So it's split up so that each division has two New York, two New Jersey. The right. two New York teams face the two New Jersey teams, and the two New Jersey teams face the two New York teams in their division. At the end of that, the teams with the best records move on to the playoffs. And at that point, it's winner-take-all for, right. for the four teams that are left. So right. everybody gets guaranteed two games to play. And you can play at most four throughout the day. Check out the tournament website, mwtournament.com. mwtournament.com. The sponsorship packages and all the fundraising information is there. We want to make it a success. Hatsala are the beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, tournament in honor and in memory of uh, Elliot's father, Martin Weiselberg, an annual event that's a lot of fun for 6th, 7th, and 8th graders out there. If you're on one of the teams, if you're a parent, a coach, if you're somebody who's participating or just somebody who's uh, who's associated with one of the schools, uh, you may feel inclined to uh, check out the website and become a partner in this wonderful effort. And the kids have a lot of fun, and it's a great day. Happens at Hard Torah this coming Sunday, and you are inviting everybody who wants to just come and see great hockey to come and enjoy. Absolutely. The, there is no admission. That was a, a decision made the very first year because the whole point of the event is to sort of spread the message right. and didn't want people to think that, oh, you know, it, it, there's, there's money there's money attached to, to being there because that, that takes away from the message. This year's message or this year's 
year, the, the, the tagline is exceed the expectations. It's a play on something my father used to tell me about how when we, when we are stuck on what people expect, we sort of lose out on what we can possibly do. It's, it, whenever I speak with people in the preseason, I always have kids come over to me either in Camp David or before the season begins. They come over and like, you know, where do you expect us to, to finish? And I, I ask, what, what's the purpose of, you know, why, why, what does it matter? And like, well, because, you know, you know, which, you, you know, we know you, 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 follow, you, you know. followed it, you've looked around, you see what's going on. And I say, yeah, but if you, if you're concerned with my expectations or what I think is going to happen, you're missing half the point of you going out there and just doing your best. Where I expect you to finish doesn't really matter. It's what you can do. And if you are just doing it based on what other people expect or you, you, if that, if that, if that pens you in, then you're only limiting your success. No question about it. Elliot Weiselberg, a lot of, uh, a lot of kids and families are really excited about what's happening this coming Sunday. The Martin Weiselberg Memorial Tournament, the hockey tournament takes place. At Hartora, big kudos to you. Another great year of the Court Report. Another great Appreciate year of the JMM really. Sports Update. You're not exclusively hockey. He did plenty of basketball and other things this year for us, which is much appreciated. And good luck on Sunday. I hope it's a, it's a great event. And I cannot wait to see who hoists that very, very large Weiselberg Tournament Trophy this coming Thank Sunday. Thank you, Malcolm. Again, this is our 10th event. So wow. the, fact that we've, that the fact that we've been able to sustain all of the momentum from that very first year where we only had three teams. We, we started out with three teams and we grew exponentially in, in the ten, in the ten events. And I, I can't wait to see where, where we go from here. And Sunday is going to be an amazing day. And kudos again to MTA who stepped forward Absolutely. to sponsor the event. And, uh, we thank them and uh, everyone enjoy this coming Sunday. Elliot, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Malcolm. Greatly appreciate it. There he is, Elliot Weiselberg, our sports editor. Big event Sunday, everybody at Hart Torah. 21 minutes after 7 o'clock. It's JM in the AM.
That is the Alipa Schmelzer selection entitled Ohev Shalom. Before that, Yehuda Green with Odi Shama. Alipa is part of the big summer stage concert a week from tonight. One of the best parts of the concert, well, one best part of the concert is that uh, it has the most amazing lineup. Avramel, Lipa, Zusha, Cantors, Natanel Hirschdick, Joseph Malavani, and Yankee Lemmer. Uh, one of the other good parts or best parts of the concert, it's absolutely free at the summer stage starting at 7 o'clock in partnership with Summer Stage and Museum of Jewish Heritage. We speak to Avraham Fried tomorrow on this program. We speak to Avremel, Avraham Fried, tomorrow on this program, and we're looking forward to it. Nothing like a great free concert in New York City, I can tell you that much. Eighth Day was here yesterday. Spectacular job, as you might, as you might suspect and expect. I thank them. If you missed any of it, thank God there's an archive section at jmnam.org. So you could hear the live performance by Eighth Day here yesterday at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We find that Tamu Torah, Torah study, is the greatest of all mitzvahs. In contradistinction, we have Lashon Hara, gossip, which is the most stringent of all of the Averis, the sins. The reason for this is that the Yisodos, that Hashem is enrooted in this world, the foundations are Esh, Ruach, Mayim, and Afar. Spiritual foundations are much stronger than physical foundations because we find that something that is physical is not as important. For example, something made of strong material can be devoured by fire, one of the spiritual foundations. We find that Ruach, or the wind can break mountains and destroy countries. Like it says, Malochim, it says, that the great wind will be strong and it will break apart mountains, and pulverize rocks. So too it is with all the mitzvahs that we have, lulav, shofar, Shabbos candles, tzitzits, even though that through them, a person can really do great things and can greatly affect the upper worlds for the positive. A person can also become kadosh; they can become holy. Like it says, "Vasisem as komitzvosoi, you will do all of my mitzvos, visem kadoshim lelokechem, and you will be holy to Hashem." This can in no way be compared to Torah. Like it says in Yerushalmi, that all the mitzvahs are not even worth one word of Torah. The reason is 
because all of the mitzvahs need to be combined and utilized with material. For example, tzitzitz needs wool, nerus needs wax or oil, lulav needs to have the palm. But the Torah's power is in the koach the power of speech, which is a power that emanates from the foundation of spirituality. This causes an even greater reaction in the heavens, and that's why it is that Talmud Torah keneged kulam. The converse is true as well. Whatever aver, limb, that a person uses to commit an avera, it will still not cause that great of destruction in Shamayim. However, Lashon Hara, Rechilus, gossip, and spreading tales about another person comes about through speech. A Koach Ruchani, it is a spiritual power, and therefore the destruction that it causes in Shamayim is much worse. That is also why the punishment is more severe. Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld was the Rav of Yushalayim. Many times he would be in need of money for various mitzvahs that he did. While he would daven, he would ask Hashem with all of his heart to give him the money that he needed. However, he always pleaded with Ribbono Shalom with Hashem that his money, his salvation, shouldn't come about by finding someone else's lost money. He never wanted to cause misfortune to another human being. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. and the A.M. 8th Day. They were here yesterday. It's brand new off of their uh, brand new release, which officially comes out tomorrow, entitled uh, Inner Flame. That song is called Utsu Eita. They actually performed it live here yesterday. If you missed any of the show, make sure to check out the archives later on. A great, great appearance by 8th Day yesterday. Oh, it was such a great appearance. A lot of people came over to me at the wedding last night and Told me how much they enjoyed Eighth Day on the air. Mazel tov to the Margaretten and Shapiro families. It was great celebrating with my cousins in Lakewood, New Jersey. Rifka Margaretten, who I believe is from Cleveland, and Hananel Shapiro of Muncie, New York. The big wedding was in Lakewood last night, and it was wonderful to be there. We say Mazel tov from all of us. Oh, I saw Yassi Newman there. Yassi Newman was doing the the music. We were talking about the uh, great success of... um, the Cholamoid Pesach concerts that Yeshiva boys were involved with was nice. The report was a really good one. Uh, J.M. and the Ama, 20 minutes before 8 o'clock. Well, those of you out there who have ever heard of Shalvim or Shalvim for Women, pay careful attention. The uh, Yeshivat Shalvim and Shalvim for Women have an amazing annual dinner coming up on the 23rd of June. Starts with cocktails at 6 p.m., the dinner and program at 6.45 at the Museum of Jewish Heritage on Battery Place in uh, New York City. Shalvimdinner.org has all the information, shalvimdinner.org. Rabbi uh, Benny Marilis, who is the uh, executive director of Yeshivat Shalvim, is uh, with us live via telephone. Rabbi Marilis, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Good to be on the radio again with you. I appreciate that. Just the other day, we were reliving, we were living the reliving the adventure of being <laughs> in Shivat Shalvim in uh, in Israel. You recall that that show? Was it like two years ago? At yeah, this point? two years ago, we hosted you at uh, both campuses. Um, it was a great, great day. We had an ama- um, we had an amazing visit to both, and uh, well, congratulations. The, thank you. The yeshiva continues to be at the. Uh, at the forefront, and in both the um, the post high school world 
for American boys and the post high school world for American girls. Obviously, yeah, you're doing a lot on the other side of the ocean as well. But as it pertains to our kids over here, uh, both Shalvim and Shalvim for Women continues to be uh, an incredible institution. So this coming the, uh, this coming 23rd of June. That is the night designated to celebrate Shalvim and Shalvim for Women at the big annual dinner. This year you are honoring Rabbi Dr. Mayer and Deborah Abitan. I must t- tell you before I give you a chance to speak about the honorees that you have chosen well. Uh, they are an amazing couple and an incredible family, the Abitans. Uh, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be the guests of honor that night. The Keter Torah Award are by Ezra and Mrs. Alisa Shapiro. And the Shalvin for Women Alumna of the Year going to Leora, Atara, and Itana. I assume these are the Stamen sisters, is that right? That is correct. Three and, sisters, yeah. And Atara is now, uh, Atara Bienenfeld. Alright, so tell us, uh, tell us about the, um, uh, getting to this point, uh, where you have such an amazing lineup for the 2015 annual dinner. You know, thank you. Uh, you are correct in describing the, uh, guests of honor, the Abitan family. They have a, a very, very special, unique, extraordinary relationship with the yeshiva. They themselves sent three sons to our yeshiva over the last number of years, and there's a whole lot of other Abitans who have gone through Shalvim as well over the years. So they have a very, very strong kesher to the yeshiva. In particular, uh, Mayor and Debbie have a very, very special, beautiful relationship with Rav Yammer, our Sagan Rosh Yeshiva, um, but really with everybody. And uh, we're very, we're very comfortable with them. They're very comfortable in our in our yeshiva and almost like home for them. Um, Wonderful people really exemplify uh, what Shalvim is about and what it means to be connected to Shalvim, what we're trying to uh, teach and share and bring to the world. Um, and then our other honorees, no, no different. Uh, it's really a beautiful slate of honorees. Uh, Ravezra and Elisa are almost uh, their staples. They've been there for 20-plus years. They're connected to 20-plus years of boys at the yeshiva. And I think every year of uh, students at Shalvim for Women as well, they really know hundreds and hundreds of our Talmudim and Talmudot that have gone through our doors. Um, and, uh, you know, when we selected them and asked them to, to accept the honor, uh, we knew there would be this incredible outpouring from the alumni, and there really has been. Hmm. Um, how many can attend and how they can attend and how they can participate and how they can show their appreciation and gratitude for what the Shapiros have done for them over the years. And then our uh, alumni from uh, Sovereign for Women, three sisters, uh, we have been... We really merited to have multiple families that have sent multiple children uh, to our institutions. Um, and even Shalvin for Women, which is 11 years old, has had sets of sisters that have gone through the doors. Um, and when we talked about who to honor this year, um, it really wasn't complicated to figure. If we wanted to honor sisters, which set of sisters? And uh, so Leora, Tara, and uh, Itana, uh, Tani, uh, Stamen, were really right at the top. And in their case, it's also special more in that uh, their father, uh, Kalman Stamen, is an alum of the yeshiva also. Um, so we have two generations on that side um, in a unique way, um, the father from the yeshiva and the, and the daughters from Shalvin for Women. And um, we're really excited about the group of honorees. We're really excited always about what's go- what goes on at Shalvin. And um, and then it's two weeks away. It's really two weeks away. It's going to be great. Dinner is the 23rd of June at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. Shalvim Dinner. Two A's in the middle of Shalvim. Shalvimdinner.org. Shalvimdinner.org. Dinner co-chairs include Stuart Wagner and Baruch Weinstein. The honorary dinner chairs, Mr. Solomon, Mrs. Zelda Berger, uh, for that evening of the 23rd of June. You know, this is something we discussed uh, at length when we were in Israel with you guys. Um uh, but I'll give you an opportunity, you know, just to just to make the point at least this morning. It, it, you know that there are many, many people out there associated with Jewish education in Israel who've tried to expand, 
who have tried to go ahead and offer the same high-quality, incredible experience that they've given their boys' yeshiva, for instance, to uh, you know, to young ladies that are coming from the United States and other parts of the world to enjoy Israel. And it doesn't always work. Why has Shalvim for Women, in this short period of time, become such a success? It's a great question. Um, I think it's the leadership at the institution and the coupled with the quality of the student that we are trying to attract, um, the leadership under Rev. Yamin Goldsmith, who you met and you know, yep. um, he's an alum of the yeshiva and carries with him uh, what the yeshiva is all about to the to the girls and to the women's institution, um, and uh, Michelle Amalei, who's also uh, one of the leaders at, uh, at Children for Women, and Rev. Gershon, the Turetsky, the three of them as uh, sort of a group of leaders, um, administrators, really set the tone and the pace and the vision for what they're trying to accomplish there. I mean, very much mirrors what's going on at the yeshiva. They're very good educators. They're very talented people. They have a great staff of educators as well. And then on the other side of it, it doesn't work unless you have great students. And the group of uh, women that they attract annually um, is just extraordinary. Each year, more um, unbelievable than the next, it continues to grow the interest and the desire to be a student of Shalvin for Women um, continues uh, on the uptick and increasing. We have more applications every year, um, and we're offering, you know, a very high academic level, a very high spiritual level, a very high level of warmth and connection and family is what we're trying to uh, preach and approach. And uh, thankfully, under their leadership and tutelage, um, we really get there. And it's really, I mean, it's an amazing place to visit. It's a great place to spend a day. Um, and the girls who go, you know, when the year ends, the year ended for them just uh, just the other night. Oh, night I was gonna, I was gonna ask, is everybody back? Like, well, what happens now? They're not back yet, but uh, the the Batsiyum, the end, the quote unquote end party was Sunday night, um, and it was an extraordinary night. And it's sort of bittersweet, you know. It's it's beautiful to look back at the year and be nostalgic about what it was, but it's bittersweet knowing that on some level the group is no longer going to be in together in that format and that fashion on a daily basis. Is, is bittersweet, um, and slowly but surely they'll come back, and um, they go uh, to different places in the summer. A lot of them are, uh, you know, they seek out, um, you know, beautiful summer opportunities at Hask and some of the other programs in the summer. We have a lot of our alumni go to Hask and uh, Simcha and these other camps and, and work and Kaylee, and uh, they're sought after, and, and we promote it, and we and we push that they go do extraordinary things. Um and then we hope that they stay connected. In the case of the Stamen girls, as an example, those three women, um, you know, they didn't go this year. They were there two years ago and five years ago and seven years ago, ten years ago, whatever it was, but they're still deeply connected to us. Um, they're still uh, deeply involved with who we are and what we're about. And uh, so we hope that the connection stays um, and it grows over the years. Are the boys back yet? When does their year end? So the boys' year ends next week. Uh, so there's an additional week there at the yeshiva. Um, and then the same thing, they'll come back. A lot of them will head off to different summer programs here in the U.S. Some will stay in Israel at some of the other U.S. programs. And then we have a great group of guys coming back for Shanabet, a great group of, uh, of women coming back uh, for Shanabet as well, along with our, our new crop of, of students for next year, which is a great, it's really a great number. Um, really proud of uh, where we're going to be next year in terms of our numbers. Um, so, you know, Shalvim sort of, as I, I, I always use the term Shalvim everywhere all the time, uh, Shalvim is everywhere all the time. Um, it stays with you. It's part of you. Um, you take it wherever you go. It goes wherever you want to be, um, and it's always with you. And um, so, you know, we're really proud of where our, our, our young men and young women go and what they accomplish in their lives and where they head. 
they're shining examples of us, but in, in the larger sense, they're real shining examples, uh, paradigms of uh, of our community and what we what we try to espouse. Hey, my good friend Joey Bodner never uh, never stops reminding me how amazing Shalvim is. Let me tell you. That's right. He, uh, you know, Joey is a board member. He's an alum. He's a parent. Um, he's really uh, really deeply involved uh, in Shalvim. He you know, he preaches who we are and what we're about, and um, he's a good example of. Yeah. We are what we are. Ruthie and Joey have tremendous Akarasatov. All right, both dinners, quote unquote, are together. There may be some institutions that would go ahead and uh, you know make separate dinners. This is under one umbrella. Both Shalvim and Shalvim for Women will be celebrated that night. Right. And everyone should enjoy the annual dinner. Amazing honorees, including Rabbi Dr. Mayer and Deborah Abitan. I'm sure they are very very upset that we are singing their praises this morning. <laughs> that, that, that would be par for the course for the Abitaz, but they're such amazing people, and I know them for so long, I cannot help myself uh, looking forward to celebrating with them on the 23rd. And Rabbi Ezra and Mrs. Alisa Shapiro, and Leora, Tara, and Eitana Stamen, uh, the Shalvin for Women uh, alumna of the year, all will be uh, honored on the 23rd of June at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. Go to the website, shalvimdinner.org, shalvimdinner.org, or speak to Rabbi Marilis and his staff at 718-677-7200, 718-677-7200. Rabbi Binney, can I assume that uh, online people could do whatever they need to do to make their reservations and stuff? Absolutely. Uh, the dinner website is up and running, going really well. Um, they can do anything, make any sort of donations, any amounts, uh, large or small there. Um, and uh, our staff here is ready for them if they have any questions or issues. Um, to uh, to take care of anything and everything they need. All right, as you know, we're big fans, uh, Shalvim and Shalvim for Women. Good luck. I hope it's a very, very successful dinner on the 23rd. Thank you. We have to have you back at the campus. The building is almost done. Uh, we're looking at Hanukkah Sabayas on Sukkot this year. You should come back and see what was uh, a joke a little bit a couple of years ago when you were there. It was a big hole in the ground. Is now a finished, almost a finished product. We have well, to have you back. Yeah, not just the hole in the ground. I think there was skepticism if the project would even move forward. This is amazing right. news. The boys in the room laughed when you talked about it. Right. Um, and now we're really, we're almost done. Um, it's really, it's a beautiful building, really first class. Um, the boys that are moving in there in the fall are really going to enjoy a new place to live. Um, and uh, really, it was time, and now it's now it's here. So. Very exciting. <laughs> no wonder your numbers are so good for next year. Everyone wants a new dorm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I can imagine. Wow, that's great news. That is great news. Kalakavod, thanks for joining us. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Rabbi Benny Marilis, Executive Director at Shalvim. A lot of people in this audience associated with Shalvim. Dinner's the 23rd. Everybody go and enjoy. Eight minutes before 8 o'clock. It's JM in the AM.
future and my history, Todalecha. Cause you're the music and the rhyme, you're the rhythm and the time, Todalecha. I know that there's a reason and a plan, and so I try the best I can to make you proud. So all the friends I made along the way, let me hear you sing it out loud. In the AM. Good morning. It's Tuesday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Benny Friedman, Toda. You heard Diaspora with Aziv Zimras Ka. Here at JMNAM. Full day on our stream on the, online at jmnam.org. Make sure to be tuned into our incredible programming all through the day. If you have the NSN app, you can uh, comment on the app whenever you wish. Comment on anything that we're saying or playing on the air. Someone commented, thank you for the upbeat music in the first hour. It kept my 5K on pace. All right. Got people working out to the show. Someone writes on the app, what about the middle school girls hockey? So I asked Elliot Weiselberg, who was here in the 7 o'clock hour, I said, what updates can you give me? He said, Mariah defeated Kushner in the uh, Yeshiva League uh, middle school girls hockey. He thinks the result was 5-1, to one, so con- congratulations, Mariah. Then apparently the girls varsity championship in hockey is Mayanote against Frisch this coming Sunday at TABC. And then apparently the Yeshiva League Baseball Championship is TABC and Frisch at MCU Park this coming Sunday. A lot of exciting stuff going on. It's June, and we still have exciting stuff going on in the Yeshiva League. Boy, people like me think once there's no JMNAM Sports Report, you know, once Pesach hits, (laughs) there's nothing to talk about. There's a lot of exciting things going on. So to all the schools that are involved, obviously we say good luck, enjoy. Uh, we've got some interest in these games, that's right. TABC's in Sunday's championship and uh, Maya Notes in Sunday's uh, Girls Varsity Championship. A lot of good stuff going on. Good luck to everybody. So uh, the New York Times uh, puts it this way. In an important separation of powers case, the Supreme Court on Monday struck down a law that would have allowed American parents of children born in Jerusalem to obtain passports saying the children were born in Israel. The president, rather than Congress, must determine national policy and the status of Jerusalem, the majority said. Wow. I tell you, that's wow. 
The decision came against the backdrop of generations of conflict in the Middle East and longstanding tensions between Congress and presidents on the conduct of foreign policy. There, The vote was 6-3. to three. The dissenters, those who thought that Israel should be on the passport, were Chief Justice John Roberts, Antonin Scalia, and Samuel Alito Jr. Justice Kennedy, writing for five justices, said the court had approached the question cautiously. He wrote, Jerusalem's political standing has long been and remains one of the most sensitive issues in American foreign policy. And indeed, it's one of the most delicate issues in current international affairs. Okay, you can't argue with that. But Justice Kennedy said the Constitution gave the president exclusive authority to determine the nation's stance. Put simply, he wrote, the nation must have a single policy regarding which governments are legitimate in the eyes of the United States and which are not. The nation must speak with one voice, he said, and that voice must be the president's. In dissent, Chief Justice Roberts said the majority had taken a bold step. Today's decision is a first, he wrote. Never before has this court accepted a president's direct defiance of an act of Congress in the field of foreign affairs. Case concerned an O2 law that instructed the State Department to record the place of birth as Israel and the passports of American children born in Jerusalem if their parents requested the designation. The law was meant to take a symbolic stand on the status of Jerusalem, which has long divided not only Israelis and Arabs, but also Congress and presidents of both parties. The court decided in Zivotofsky versus Kerry that Congress was not entitled to order the State Department to record the place of birth as Israel and the passports of American children born in Jerusalem if their parents requested. The Bush administration did not follow the Jerusalem provisions, saying that it interfered with the president's constitutional authority to conduct foreign affairs. The Obama administration has followed suit. Case was brought by the parents of Menachem Zivotofsky, who was born not long after Congress enacted the law in 2002. Wow. A lot to be said about this case. I'll tell you a lot to be said about this case. I'm sure this will come up during our weekly update on Friday. We'll see what uh, Malcolm could do to shed some light on this for us. But a what was shocking to me was not the decision. What was shocking to me was the description of the reason for the decision. Uh, I didn't think it would be as uh, blatant and as open as it was. But anyway, very interesting. Yeah, decision can't shock you. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, I was also a little surprised it was 6-3. I thought there'd be one more on the Zivotofsky side of the case uh, as these things tend to go. You know, There being really only one real swing vote on this current Supreme Court. But in this case, I guess it proved that there are sometimes two. JM in the AM at 6 minutes after 8 o'clock as we continue with Pure Soul at JM in the AM. Hey. 
Yesterday, I got so caught up in the uh, Eighth Day performance, for good reason. They were pretty amazing. That's pure soul, by the way, here at Jam. I got so caught up in the Eighth Day performance, I forgot to um, give everybody an update on the OHEL OXC, OHEL Extreme Challenge, that happened Sunday up at Camp Cayley. You had heard uh, in advance, and we spoke to some of the organizers last week, that they were expecting an amazing day on Sunday. I don't think anybody expected such perfect weather 
and so many people uh, showing up to do the OL Extreme Challenge. Well, Robert Katz, our very own Robert Katz, in his capacity with OHEL, was there on Sunday up at Camp Cayley, and he actually can give us a full report. Rob, welcome back. Good morning from JM in the AM. Well, do we have Rob? Oh, sorry about that. Rob, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry about that. I uh, I don't know if you heard me. I'm just still a little sore, a little, a little, a little worn out, that's all, but we're good. Don't tell me you did the OHEL OXC. No, I didn't do it. David Mandel, our CEO, did it. Are you serious? His teammates, in the spirit of OXC and obstacle course racing, his teammates carried him literally across the finish line. <laughs> Is there video of David Mandel's uh, OXC run, so to speak? There might, there might be, but he has to release it. We need, uh, we need written approval to release it. He is one courageous man, I must say. Uh, David Mandel, uh, I don't think I don't think he'll mind me saying this, was the oldest OXC participant by at least ten years. Call a Kavod. Wow. Yeah. You you yeah. you've stunned me with this. You you've I I thought everybody there was in their teens and twenties. No, he, he he did it, and he it took him you know it took him a little time. But he's a very proud guy, and he's pretty athletic, and he's very competitive. Wow. And um, son of a gun, he did it, and he got a hero's welcome. The team literally carried him on their shoulders across the finish. Oh, the place must have exploded when he finished. <laughs> it must have been amazing. Wow. Anyway. Well, I think the ice cream truck showed up at that moment, <laughs> so most of the people ran for free ice cream. What? Uh, first of all, look, I would never have said this in advance of the event, but there's no question that you and others were were fearful that Chas Shalom, God forbid, there could be an injury or two on Sunday. Did it go well in that area? Yeah, it, it was it was amazing. Uh, look, we, we obviously uh, were nervous for for a variety of reasons. Um, it, it went off great, Baruch Hashem. Wow. Uh, Ohel's OXC up at Camp Kaylee, the Ohel Extreme Challenge, is a brand new, first of its kind, permanent. Obstacle course built into the natural terrain of the Catskill Mountains, where Camp K- Ohel's Camp Cayley is. Unbelievable! And it was done. I got to tell you, it was done with great thought, with incredible planning by a professional company. Um, and it's akin to you know what other people know as a mud run or a Spartan race right. or a tough mudder, you know, some, you know stuff like that. Right. And um, it's a five-mile, thirty-obstacle course for uh, you know the the, uh, the typical person, right. and for families and people with special needs, there's also a one and a half-mile, twelve-obstacle course. Unbelievable. And, yeah, yeah, and and you know last year we did over the edge and we repelled over a twenty-story building in Newark, and you know that was fun. Um, but anything we do, we want to do where we get to show people literally and figuratively what it's like to live with obstacles and literally overcoming obstacles. Yeah, the last couple of times I passed downtown Newark, I looked at the building that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Every time we pass the Jersey Turnpike, we look at 550 uh, Broad Street there in Newark. We go, we, we climb that, we climb down that building. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, the what got me about Sunday's report that I heard toward the end of the day on Sunday. Uh, was the number of people. 
I mean, you know, we were skeptical. If you get 50 people to participate, what was the final number that were up there at Camp Cayley on Sunday? Well, just under 250 people registered and, and ran and, and wore bibs and, you know, fully participated. Unbelievable. And ex- executed the race. And, and just like the New York City Marathon, you had a couple of ringers who showed up to start at 8 o'clock. And they finished the, the race. I mean, there was one guy in particular, Shiloh Zilberberg from uh, Cedarhurst, finished, finished the course in something like 49 minutes. Um, and, and, you know, he was, he was quite impressive. And the average person took about, you know, two hours, two and a half hours. Some people needed three and a half hours. Wow. And, and, uh, I would say 10 of OHEL's, uh, special needs clients, um, residents of ours, um, uh, participated in the race as well. And they did it as well. And, um, they got a little help from their friends, but, we all need a little help from our friends, right? Yeah, on a course like that, I would need help from a hundred friends. <laughs> what forget, forget the course. In life, we need help. From that's our that's also true, a hundred percent. Can people still use the website to sponsor people, even though they've already done this? Sure. Why not? Oholxc dot org. Oholxc dot org. Um, photos haven't been posted yet. There's there's stuff up on Facebook. I know that. Right. And. Um, you know, obviously, uh, uh, you know, we just want to make sure that we have all the proper photos to release right. uh, to the uh, to the public. But uh, there were some great moments. Um, uh, one of our one of our residents, um, a, 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 a young man with developmental disabilities, had a little trouble crossing uh, the finish line, and so uh, we had an incredible team of fifty volunteers that came out to have experience doing these courses. And they literally got down on their hands and knees, and he stood on their back, oh. and, they, and they walked him across the finish line. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. And, and um, look, it, it's, it's a great oh-hell moment. It's a great life lesson. Um, and, uh, you know, climbing a 10-foot wall with nothing but a rope um, or the help of your friends, you know, when 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 David Mandel first saw the ten foot wall with a rope, <laughs> he said, "Okay, and where are the little placeholders where I put my foot? You know, to help me climb up the wall." Like, you know, like no, you don't get this. There are no <laughs> no. This is rock climbing with little foot placement things. You have to figure out how you're going to do this yourself. And um, you know, it, it was it was very impressive. Uh, we have we have a great team, uh, Lori. Senator and Miriam Weiss were co-producers of the race, and and uh, we brought in a fabulous company to build this for us. And this is it. This is our signature event. We're doing this again next year, Nathan. Unbelievable, really unbelievable. And the weather was spectacular. I I love the part about the free ice cream. That must have been cool. <laughs> well, 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 the free ice cream truck showed up a half hour before the barbecue started. Oh, perfect timing. <laughs> perfect timing. I love See, that's the area of the of the event that I am expert at. I can I can advise you on that part of the event. You I listen, I could see you directing traffic, <laughs> uh, meaning meaning you holding everyone back until you finished uh, eating. <laughs> and and that that's how you would have managed the situation as would have every JMAM staff member. My gosh, do you know me well? Just amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to the 250 people who participated in the actual Ohel Extreme Challenge. 
an amazing day up at Camp Cayley, and uh, Robert Katz was there to see all the action. If you want to donate... You know, yeah, I'm sorry. As beautiful as the weather was, we were all saying to ourselves, you know what, once every three, four years, we wouldn't mind seeing this happen in rain. Yeah, by the way, when the organizers were with me on the air last week, I, I said to them, you may be the only people in advance of any event that's actually hoping for rain. Because obviously... No. You know, obviously, it just creates a completely different atmosphere. And as far as the runners or the mutter runners are concerned, I think, you know, in some ways, a better atmosphere. So, yeah. Let me tell you, it's a great way to alter the uh, schematics of the event without having to pay a penny. Right, <laughs> exactly. It's a, complete, you know? a completely different course just because of the oh, weather. Just, just add water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, Rob, thank you. Anybody wants to donate, one more time at the website. Ohel.org is the website. Thank you, Nahum. Our pleasure. Thank you, Robert Katz. 20 minutes after 8 o'clock, it's JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Amazing how some songs just have such incredible lasting value. Everyone loves that selection from Yaakov Shweki. Eight Rakode before that. Yassi Green with Muggain Avos off of the Yiddish Nacha CD at J.M. and the A.M. Tuesday morning broadcast, 29 minutes before 9 o'clock. Amazing performance by Eighth Day yesterday. Thank you, thank you. It was really incredible. If you missed it, there's an archive section at jmtheam.org. Make sure to check it out. Make sure to check out all our social media sites on Facebook. It's a uh, Nachum Siegel Network. Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net, Instagram, one word, Nachum Siegel. Those are all the uh, social media sites you need to know about. Um, couple of events going on. First of all, tomorrow, Avramel, Avram Fried will be with us. We'll talk about this uh, Culture Fest, Culture Fest NYC, the first international festival of Jewish performing arts, which this year is going to, well, it's the first, it's the first festival. But this festival, I should say, not this year, but this festival has made sure to include uh, musical presentations that our community would appreciate, including on Tuesday, June 16th, a week from tonight, Avremel, Natanel Hirschtick, Yankee Lemmer, Joseph Malavani, Lipa, and Zusha all together at the summer stage in Central Park. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And in general, if you want to see the whole website with everything happening in New York City, brought to you by the National Yiddish Theater, the folks be in at Museum of Jewish Heritage in collaboration with the UJA Federation, Go to KulturFestNYC.com, K-U-L-T-U-R-F-E-S-T-N-Y-C.com for all the information on that. American Friends of Yeshiva B'nai Akiva have their big dinner tomorrow night. I want to wish Mazal Tov to um, Cantor uh, Solomon Zev Muller. Uh, Cantor Zevi Muller will be there. Uh, Rabbi Kenneth Hain will be there. Ambassador Ido Aroni will be there. Major General Yaakov Amidror will be there. Itai Shapiro will be conducting a recital. Honorees include Harvey Kruger uh, from Barclays Capital, um, Minister Naftali Bennett, uh, Rabbi Shlomo Kimchi of Orot Yehudan Efrat, and Tuvia Tenenbaum, internationally acclaimed author of Catch the Jew. Um, this is all happening tomorrow night. American Friends Yeshiva Openi Akiva dinner is tomorrow evening. Where is the event? The event is... The event is at uh, Guastavino's, 409 East 59th Street in New York City. Information, you can contact American Friends, Yeshiva B'nai Akiva. And their phone number is 212-248-0471, 212-248-0471 for information about that. Um... I want to give a special uh, hello, a special uh, good luck, a special Hatzlacha Rabbah to the folks from FD Now. Um, Jay Mostel introduced this uh, cause to us uh, a couple of years ago. I was actually at one of their dinners, I think two years ago I was at their dinner. FD Now, the 13th annual dinner, A. David Z. Herman Memorial, June 11th at the Sephardic Temple. It's happening this coming Thursday night at the Sephardic Temple uh, in the five towns. Um There'll be a research update. There'll be a special presentation. There'll be a keynote address by Dr. David Pelkovitz. David Blatt is going to be entertaining. Um, it's it's a very special event uh, that is put together every year to help defeat this uh, progressive disease and help the children who suffer from it. FD Now is an, organi- an organization of FD families, familial dysautonomia, um, that gets together just to... Uh, Commit financial support 
so that they a cure can be uh, can be you know finally uh, achieved. Information about FD now you can uh, you can uh, let's see what would be a good way to get information about it. You can uh, call five one six. 764-0965-516-764-0965. They have a website, fdnow.org, fdnow.org. Right. I was really inspired. I went to their dinner one year. I was really inspired by it. Hey, uh, the Greenstein uh, catalog has been released for their big auction coming up on June 15th. That's Monday, right? Jay Greenstein and Company on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. Go to jgreenstein.com. They have a uh, an auction going on at 3 p.m. this coming Monday. And I love looking through these catalogs <laughs> of old Judaica items. They have such cool stuff. Um, I mean, a lo- oh, this time they have a lot of silver. Wow. They have a they have a stucco box from Palestine 1920 from the Eitz Chaim Yeshiva. It's a cool item. I like that. A lot of paintings, a lot of stucco boxes actually this time around. Different ones, unique ones. Uh, of course, a Karen Kayemet one, which is always a big item, <laughs> always popular. A tremendous amount of silver, some nice washing cups. Um, they have Brillo pad boxes. Uh, they are salesman samples from over a hundred years ago with Yiddish printing for the Jewish market, so that the Brillo people can go around and sell the product. They have a Keverruchel brass uh, at Stucca box. They have some chauffeurs, some chauffeurs, an olive wood uh, besumim uh, container that looks like an esrog. They have an antique strimal, an antique strimal, Hungarian strimal from 1870. Wow, I don't know how it lasted that long. It's pretty amazing. Anyway, if you want to see it, uh, meaning the catalog or getting information about bidding on these unique items. Um, or if you want to get a catalog and then hint to your family and friends what you want for Father's Day, wink, wink, uh, <laughs> just contact Jay Greenstein. It's initial J, jgreenstein.com or 516-295-2931, 516-295-2931. Father's Day is not this Sunday, I don't think. I think it's a week from Sunday, right? I think it's a week from Sunday. Or is it this Sunday? I'm all confused. I don't know. No, I think it's a week from Sunday, so... There's still time, shoppers. There's still time. 22 minutes before 9 o'clock. It's JM in the AM. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Uforatsta, done by Baruch Levine. Lipa, before that, with Mizrael Asodo off of his CD entitled From the Depth of My Heart. Lipa, of course, part of that lineup at Summer Stage in New York City a week from tonight. I want to thank Yassi Zweig. He forwarded to me the brand new single from Lipa. It is called Ben Fega. Lipa's brand new single is uh, available. I think it's available. Right? Is it available to the masses at this point? I believe so. It'll be part of his upcoming album. We have it right here for you to enjoy on this Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Rabbeinu Nachman, Rabbeinu Nachman, Rabbeinu Nachman. 
Oh, oh, oh. 
Pretty amazing, right? Baruch Chayden Company with O.D. Shama. Before that, Lipa, brand new with that single entitled Ben Faga here at JM in the AM. Wrapping things up with Maishi Menlo. It's a nostalgia album, one of the hottest things out there. This is a Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Yeah. 
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up a Tuesday edition of JM and the AM. Avramo Avram Free joins us tomorrow. Talk about the big performance in New York City next week. I want to thank all of our special guests. And don't forget, if you missed any of the eighth day performance yesterday at JM and the AM, there's an archive section at jmtheam.org. Check it out and enjoy. Stay with us all through the day uh, on jmtheam.org for amazing programming, including our incredible Live lunch with ZK, followed by a fantastic Jewish music mix. It all starts at 11 o'clock this morning. Make sure to be tuned in and enjoy. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.